Hello, welcome to the New Stack Makers, a podcast where we talk about at scale application development, deployment, and management. Prisma Cloud is a comprehensive cloud native security platform with the industry's broadest security and compliance coverage for applications, data, and the entire cloud native technology stack throughout the development lifecycle and across multi and hybrid cloud environments. Welcome to the Cloud Native Security Virtual Event. We'll start by interviewing Palo Alto Networks founder and CTO, Nir Zook, then a customer roundtable led by Alex Williams of the new stack. And we'll finish up with a session all about Prisma Cloud 2.0 platform innovation, featuring our SVP of product, Varun Bedwar. Now let's meet today's special guest MC, Emmy award-winning late night host and SNL alum, Seth Myers. Hi everyone, I'm Seth Myers, and while I was introduced as a late night comedian, I want to assure you that much like Nir Zook, I am a cyber security luminary. I don't want to brag too much about my accomplishments, but using your mother's maiden name to recover a password, that was my idea. Which of these squares has a crosswalk? Not my idea. So take your complaints about that to someone else. I'm very excited to talk to Nir about cloud native security, which is not a term I just learned today, I have long said that of all the securities, cloud native is the best one. I'm also very excited to talk about Nier because of his incredible eclectic t-shirt collection. Nier's a guy, when he walks into the room, you think this guy is either a genius or you think, I wonder if his band is any good. So without further ado, please welcome the founder of Palo Alto Networks, as well as its chief technical officer, Nir Zook. Thanks so much for joining us today, Nir. You know, I thought we'd start uh, with me explaining cybersecurity to you, but then I realized that's been done a million times. So let's flip the script and let you drive. What does it mean to be cloud native and how does cloud native impact the way that organizations need to think about security? To me, cloud native is first designed for the cloud. Uh, when we move from on-premise architectures to the cloud, things have to change. If we just will do what called, what's called lift and shift, meaning take whatever you have on-premise and move it to the cloud, it doesn't work well. It doesn't, of course, take any advantage of anything in the cloud. It costs a lot of money and so on. So in order to get all the benefits of the cloud, you have to be cloud native. And that applies both to the applications that are being moved and the security that is applied to it. And I guess there's two schools of thought of how to secure the cloud. Um, this is something I came up with my own and not a question that was written for me. Um, do you secure the cloud and foster cloud native innovation uh, platform versus individual point products? What's the best approach and why? So the cybersecurity industry is notorious for having a new set of vendors solve every new challenge that there is. That's the way the security industry has evolved, which means that customers end up with dozens of solutions, doing dozens of different things, split brain, uh, each, each product working on its own and so on. And that hasn't worked well. And the cloud actually presents an opportunity to fix that from the get-go because it's brand new. There's not a lot of legacy. Most customers still don't have a lot of 
solutions deployed in the cloud, and that allows us to work in a different way, which is build a platform, a platform that is single agent at most, deployed in every location, single console, and then many different solutions offered on top of that vertically, where each solution uses the same agent, the same console, just provides a different thing. And you can do it by building everything yourself. You can do it by a combination of acquisitions and building everything yourself, or you can do it as a platform where you can even plug in third-party solutions still into the same single agent, single custom framework. And by that, do cloud security the way traditional enterprise security, security should have evolved. That's almost word for word the answer I would have given there. Yeah, only <laughs> How do you see security tools converging to meet the needs of cloud native infrastructure? We talked about platform. Again, I think that all the different tools that you would need to secure your cloud would come in a single platform, again, with a single agent. The agent connecting to your development tools, to your CICD pipelines, to your PaaS services, and is deployed inside your hosts and VMs and containers and serverless functions, and so on. And then the different functions offered on top of that. Uh, many functions come from traditional enterprise security. Of course, they have to be rewritten to be cloud native, like vulnerability management and uh, um, intrusion detection and prevention and, and so on. Some of them are brand new, like uh, RASP, runtime application, self-protection, micro-segmentation, and so on. Again, the important thing to me is that they are delivered in a single platform, single agent, single console, and are all cloud native. Do you think companies are intimidated by cloud security and how important is it to explain it to them in a way that gives them peace of mind? I think some are. I've met quite a few customers that are worried that once they move out of their own data centers, they're going to be less secure. And I think that's related somewhat to the uh, feeling of being less in control, which to some extent is true in the cloud. Uh, it's true, first, because it's not your own infrastructure. And second, because the way we work in the cloud and in order to uh, get all the benefits of the cloud, we tend to give our developers more freedom. More freedom means they're going to make more mistakes. You have less control over them. You have less control over security. You feel less secure. Uh, but once we sit down with these customers and explain to them the opportunities when it comes to cloud security, meaning what we talked about before, meaning doing, doing it in a single platform uh, that provides all the different components and they work together, they, they just, uh, pre-integrated, you don't have to integrate, they don't have multiple brains and so on. Uh, but at least as importantly, the cloud provides us an opportunity to do what's called shift left. And what shift left means is in the cloud, because usually when we do development, we develop using standards. We have uh, uh, standard, and when I say standard, I mean corporate wide standards, standards for development tools, standards for integration and deployment tools, what's called CICD uh, pipelines, uh, and, and many other standards that allows, allow us for the first time to do a lot of checks before we even deploy the application into the cloud. Remember, in traditional infrastructure, cybersecurity usually starts working after the application is deployed, 
when the adversary uh, when the adversaries already had an opportunity to attack it. Um, here we can start security well before applications are even deployed, which makes cloud security potentially more secure. Maybe just a note about the term shift left. Uh, we call it shift left because if you look at the PowerPoint presentation that describes the process of developing, deploying, and then running applications, we used to focus on the running applications. Now we, we also uh, do security before that, right? So we shift left. We, we start with the development, then we move to uh, deployment, and then we do the runtime. Uh, I'm, I'm in Israel right now. In Israel, we write from right to left. So in Israel, it will be shift right, not shift left. And in Japan, by the way, it will be shift up because of writing <laughs> up and down. But, you know, like everything else in the world, uh, we decided to follow uh, uh, the English uh, uh, <laughs> language and call it chief left. So we'll uh, as an English speaker, uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, and you, of course, know that we're very stubborn and we don't like uh, doing things a different way. Um, exactly. Can you talk about how network security impacts cloud security? Yeah, so first, there is a question that I keep hearing about whether network security in the cloud is even important. Do we need network security? Uh, so there are different ways to reach the same conclusion, which is to me, yes. Uh, now, of course, this is very self-serving because as you know, Palo Alto Networks is the largest, not only cybersecurity vendor in the world, also the largest network security vendor in the world. Uh, but besides that, first, in the cloud, we're looking at the same adversaries using the same techniques, going after the same applications. They might have been rewritten to be cloud native, but still the same applications, going after the same data with the same expectations of outcomes, which means that at least at a high level, we need to secure clouds in a similar way that we secure the traditional data center. And since no one in their clear mind at least would think about building data centers without network security, it's not clear how you can do it in the cloud. But more practically, uh, there are things that you just can't do or are very difficult to do or just don't make sense without network security or doing them, sorry, in a different place other than network security. For example, looking for command and control connections originating in the cloud. Can you run it on all workloads? Can you collect enough data from all workloads to a central location and do it there? Yeah, it will be super expensive. You'll probably have to triple your cloud bill just for the CPU of that and the storage and so on. Doing it in network security is easy. Also, uh, making sure that nobody can deploy things in the cloud or at least making it easy to make sure that nobody can deploy things in the cloud without permission or without planning at least and so on. Doing it via network security is easy. Uh, Micro-segmentation is very useful in the cloud to separate applications rather than trying to build that mechanism into all the applications that you build. Network security can take care of it with a single uh, deployment and a single policy. So there are a lot of reasons to use network security in the cloud. Of course, it is very challenging. How do you deploy it? How do you integrate it with your automation, with your CICD pipelines? and so on. And, and that, of course, requires network security itself to be cloud native as well. Are there, uh, and again, you would know this better, are there um, feuds between network security people and cloud security people uh, in the tech world? 
I think first there's a feud regarding whether you need it or not. Uh, but uh, uh, as I said, I think you need it. I think the second one is who controls network security. Because traditionally, in many cases, network security is part of IT, part of the networking team, and not part of InfoSec, and certainly not part of De DevOps. Uh, now that in many cases, InfoSec takes all the responsibility for cloud security, or DevOps takes a lot of the responsibility for cloud security, the question is, where do you put network security? That's why you need to make network security very easy to deploy, uh, seamless for DevOps, seamless uh, for InfoSec, and, and just enables DevOps and InfoSec to set policies which are also cloud native, meaning when you set network security policies, you want to use the language of the cloud versus the language of traditional data centers. You don't want to use IP addresses and port numbers and so on. You want to use workloads and, and applications and, and other terms that you use in the cloud versus traditional data centers. I wonder about this because it strikes me that sort of the mainstream press will obviously, because it's maybe draws more eyeballs, write about things like security breaches and less about advancements that make our data safer. Being in this field, are you more optimistic about the steps taking forward with things like cloud network security? Yeah, I think that uh, we're seeing more and more customers doing the right things, which is taking the same functions that they had in traditional data centers and finding cloud native ways to do them in cloud security, plus what I said before, shifting, shifting left. And data security is important, meaning you want to encrypt the data at rest and you want to make sure that uh, the, the least uh, number of entities are allowed to access the data and that all of that is controlled and so on, you can't just count on that. You also have to make sure that when applications access the data and process the data, those applications are secured and, and vice versa. You can't just count on application security and leave your data not encrypted at rest and without what we call data leakage prevention, DLP, and so on. You have to do both. Somewhat similar to what you do traditionally in traditional data centers, again, just in a very different cloud native way. Do you feel like the awareness for how important this level of security is, is growing exponentially amongst companies? I, I think so, yes. So first, you know, we've already seen some major data breaches happening in the cloud. I think that uh, initially there was, some conf there was some confusion about who's responsible for security in the cloud. For example, is my cloud provider, AWS, Azure, GCP, AliCloud, Oracle, and so on, responsible for my security or am I responsible for my security? I think it's now very clear that it's a shared responsibility where the cloud provider is responsible for the security of the infrastructure and the application developer, the application owner is responsible for securing everything beyond the infrastructure, the operating system, the, um, the, the application, the network, and so on. And also, I think that, um, like, like always, security in many cases is an afterthought, meaning first you build it and then you figure out how to secure it. I think more and more organizations, especially those where DevOps is uh, strong and is very aware of security, are trying to do things right in the cloud and to 
design security into the infrastructure, into the applications, into the networks that they are building in the cloud. And like I said before, making them better, making cloud security better than traditional enterprise security. It's so interesting you say that because of course it wouldn't occur to me either, but of course you're better served if you start thinking about security before you uh, put the very first building block down. Do you think people are realizing that now? Yeah, I think people realized it a long time ago, it was just too late because they've been building things for 25 years and uh, all of a sudden, how do I secure it? So a lot of organizations are doing the right things, are trying to do the right things in the cloud. I think in the early days of the cloud, they didn't because DevOps was running without thinking about security, but it stopped. And now most of the organizations that I talk to are uh, building security from the beginning into their infrastructure, into their applications. Uh, and, and the cloud makes it easier, right? Because everything is automated. Everything is with templates and so on. Just have to design it right. I've heard the term SOC quite a bit. Can you speak to the importance of the Security Operations Center in regard to cloud native security? At the end of the day, once you deploy all your security tools, whether it's 50 tools from different vendors or a single tool uh, from one vendor that covers uh, the entire spectrum of what you need, someone needs to operate the security. And some of the security is automated and doesn't require any attention. But as we know, a lot of cybersecurity is still to some extent manual and requires human intervention and machines can just do everything. So uh, a lot of the operational aspects of security end up in the security operations center. And whether that's traditional enterprise or uh, sorry, traditional data centers or whether that's uh, cloud, still someone needs to operate it and that happens in the SOC, in the security operations center. So I think one thing that's important to note is that you also need the SOC for the cloud. So what should organizations be thinking about in regards to that? So I think that irrespective of the cloud, most infosec organizations, most security operations centers have realized that they need more and more automation, that they can just keep throwing more and more humans at the challenge of operating security and we should have machines start doing it. In the cloud, we have an opportunity because we're starting from scratch, because clouds are very automated, the deployment and the maintenance are very automated. It's a good opportunity to bring automation into the SOC as well and automate all the security processes, or at least as many security processes that, as possible as it relates to uh, the cloud. So I think that as part of the process of designing cloud security within the organization, the security operation center should be brought in. They should be bring in their automation tools and everybody should figure out how the different processes that are required can be automated. Otherwise, you'll be using a lot of manual processes, which as we know are very difficult in the cloud, it's even amplified. And then you'll have yet another thing to automate once you uh, decide that you're going to stop throwing humans at the problem and, uh, and, and start using software and machines. Um, well, if there's ever been a year that has spoken to the downside of throwing humans at the problem, I feel like this might be it. So <laughs> near, I do want to ask, and I, I know you've, uh, I, I know you've spoken about this, but um, 
Can you talk about the shift that's happened and it seems very important to happen, which is uh, what cybersecurity does once there's a breach versus getting cybersecurity in place insofar that there won't be a breach? Uh, yeah, you need both, right? So you need to be, do everything you can to prevent the breach. And then you need to plan for the day that there will be a breach. And you know, nothing is 100%. Right? No, nothing is going to protect you 100%. Some solutions will protect you better than others. Some architectures will protect you better than others and you have to do the best there. And then you also need to have a plan for the day that there is a breach in order to uh, overcome the breach as quickly as possible. First, kill, it as, kill the attack as soon as possible and then recover from the attack as soon as possible. That requires a plan. You know, trying to do it at the time you've been breached uh, coming up with a plan is not a great idea. I would do it now, you know, find an incident response organization that has a lot of uh, experience and bring them in now to plan what to do in case of a breach. You should have that plan. Uh, I would also say, uh, when you think about preventing the breach, traditionally the cybersecurity industry has been focused on preventing the adversaries from getting into your infrastructure. Right, we used firewalls and antivirus and content filtering and, and IPS and so on, mostly to prevent them from being able to get into the infrastructure. Uh, it's, it's important and you should continue to do that and invest as much as possible there, uh, preferably with us. Uh, uh, however, if you think about it, when you try to prevent an adversary from getting into your infrastructure, you have to be right 100% of the time. And they have to be right only once meaning once they, sh they, 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 all they need is to be able to evade you once and they're in. Once they're in, the table turns, meaning now they have to be right 100% of the time not to be detected and you as the defender have to detect them only once. So that gives you a much better opportunity to deal with the adversary, meaning you've already been breached Maybe you haven't lost any data yet. Maybe the breach is not successful, but the adversary is already inside, inside your infrastructure. As I said, you have a much better chance at stopping them at that point than preventing them from getting into your organization in the first place. And we're seeing more and more technology coming out of the market, focusing on that part, on the part of the adversary is already inside. Let's detect them inside. Let's stop them inside if we can automatically, and if not, uh, using automation, using humans as early as possible in the attack. Um, I want to take a big shift now. Nir, can I ask you a question about your t-shirt collection? Yes, of course. Okay, so you have a very eclectic t-shirt collection. What is What security measures do you take to make sure no one steals your t-shirts? Uh, so a few things. Uh, I have a, a four tons uh, safe, a safe that weighs four tons in my sure. house. I put all those t-shirts. Uh, and uh, second, it's not just taking those t-shirts, it's also copying those t-shirts. So I don't make them myself, but I buy them in very dangerous places, uh, uh, especially in Mexico, uh, so that uh, people will have a very hard time to go and buy them themselves before they cycle through the patterns. Obviously. And, and over the course of a day, like what percentage of your day is sort of spent uh, thinking about cybersecurity and what percentage is spent thinking about your next T-shirt, would you say? 
oh, I, I, I don't take care of uh, buying those t-shirts. Okay, uh, good. Thank God. I have someone. My wife selects them for me. I, <laughs> I, I think about cybersecurity all the time. All my, all, all, all the time that I don't spend with my family, I just think about cybersecurity. That's it. Uh, well, that is good. I think uh, uh, your customers will be happy to hear that. And uh, please let uh, your wife know uh, what a good eye she has uh, for fashion. And thank you uh, so much uh, for talking to us today. Of Thank you for the interview and thank you for listening. Listen to more episodes of the Newstack Makers at thenewstack.io slash podcast. Please rate and review us on iTunes, like us on YouTube, and follow us on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Prisma Cloud is a comprehensive cloud-native security platform with the industry's broadest security and compliance coverage for applications, data, and the entire cloud-native technology stack throughout the development lifecycle and across multi- and hybrid cloud environments.